cold. I like to keep it hot. I don't care much for cooking. I like to eat a lot. Scares me when she's driving. And that always causes a fight. I like to fuck in the morning. And I like to fuck at night. Sometimes it drives me crazy. Oh, those things you do. You're a big fat Gentile. And you're a dirty Jew. <laughs> Sometimes you are wrong. Sometimes you're not right. I like to eat puss in the morning. And I suck dick at night. Oh my God. I would love to go to the griddle right now. Yeah, I, what would you order? What would you get? I know you're what not bullshitting me. Huh. Mm. You know, you got to get that bacon over there. That right. That thick cut bacon. Which is crazy to be in LA and have bacon that you that, can't even get that, in the South. I mean, No, that... you can get it at the Loveless. Mm. You can get it at the Loveless. Okay, but this is this is serious bacon, Jack. And then, and then uh, I wouldn't fuck around with no toast. Toast got AIDS. Well, not when they make pancakes the size of your whole face, bigger than your face. Bigger than my face. And they have like bigger 15 than... different kinds. What, which kind of pancake do you like the best from them? Buttermilk, old school. So you just go standard? Yep. They have like... With tons of butter. Mm. They've got so many different kinds. They put a glob of butter on fucking everything. They've got an ice cream scoop for butter back there that they thump in the middle of every cake. Right. All right. And it is literally enough. And they only give you one pancake. No, 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 no. They give you more than one. You have to order just one. Otherwise, you get like three. Oh, holy shit. You can't, nobody they're can eat that. They're big as hubcaps. Yeah, they're massive. If you can eat a whole thing of that, and you are, you're bigger stone than I've ever met. <laughs> I mean, if you can eat three of those fucking big ass pancakes over there, that's like, I'd say. A square foot of fucking, I mean, a square yard of pancakes. You won't be able to shit for days. But when you do, it's going to be a <laughs> football. You put that with that bacon on top of it, have an egg for grease. Oh, you feel like shit. Yikes. Well, we did it. We went over there with Nate Brigatsky. Did I say it Brigazzi. right? Did I say it right? Brigatsky. Brigatsky. His name's impossible Bargazzi. to say. Say it. Brigatsky. Brigatsky. Like Italian. Brigatsky. Yeah. Okay. Well, and Southern. And so southern. you just kind of squeeze so, it in there and, and let it rip. Can you say Bargazzi. Yeah. Well, Why don't we just call him Nate from now on? All okay? right. We, we met with Nate's Nate. Nate's awesome. Nate at the, uh, at the griddle, and we had a really good time. We had a, a little conversation about Pancake Pantry versus griddle, which is hands down, there's no competition. No, the griddle whips its ass. Pancake Pantry is this place where people also wait in line to go into in Nashville. And when you and get in there. it's just regular pancakes. It's, yeah, there's nothing. I mean, like they have like different kinds of syrup, which aren't that good. Yeah, and, and it's like great. Well, is this an IHOP with with your with your shit syrups? You know, go fuck yourself. Right. I'm old school. I want maple or nothing. Okay. All right. Well, and That's just the pancake that. itself at the pantry doesn't even come close to the. It griddle. does not even come close. Right. There's no. There's no. The, the only place uh, that I like better than the grill for breakfast is the Loveless because hmm. they got biscuits and good ass hams. Mm. It depends on the kind of breakfast, though, because that's like a southern breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's where I'm from. So yeah. southern's where it's at. Yeah, Jack, oh, that's the one. Big old cat head biscuits, mm, sawmill gravy. Ah, getting a food boner. 
Talking to Nate Margetsky. Well, listen to this interview, and then maybe afterwards we'll go to the griddle. What do you say? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So are you going to go breakfast? I'm going to go, yeah. I mean, this is the griddle, so it seems like you have to get a pancake. I'll just go, I'm a regular, like, I just go old-fashioned. I go whatever the, like, nothing crazy. Nothing on the pancakes? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, different, like, weird things you can get. They have a red velvet pancake. Did you see this? I've had it before. Oh, wow. Oh, it's like cake. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a giant cupcake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you'll have to, like, I think an I'm too insulin hungry. shot. I feel like you could come not hungry, and then you could be like, all right, I want to try, you try stuff. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense. But, I mean, classic is always a great way to go, right? Yeah. Especially when it comes to pancakes. Yeah. And you, they, I think this is probably the, one of the best pancakes in the country. So. Yeah. Would, would I be an asshole if I got a salad? No. It's, it, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, yeah. Asshole. Could it be weird? Look, I was trying to eat healthy, too. Uh, but, it, I mean, it's not going to happen. But I always think it's weird to, like, if you go to Waffle House, like, this is, uh, like, would someone, or not really, it doesn't have to be Waffle House. Anywhere where they serve, like, regular lunch food and pancakes, breakfast food, when it's mixed at the table, does it feel weird? It's like the collision of two worlds. Yeah, it's like you're smelling pancakes, and then you could be eating a salad or you're eating a burger. It's like when you smell those two things separately, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. That could be, maybe I'm crazy. Like something's just not right here. Yeah. Like two things yeah. you never mix. Yeah. Yeah, like like, it's, it's, like go to Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is like you know uh, a good like because they have like breakfast food and they they have like you know like chicken and dumplings. Right. So if somebody at your table is ordering the breakfast food. You should not go lunch. Should not go chicken dumplings. Did you, you grow up having big Southern breakfasts? Uh, no. Like maybe on Saturday, my mom would make you know like a weekend. We would have like a breakfast like that. Like the whole thing with biscuits and the whole, like that type yeah, of thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, biscuits and, uh, you know, you'd have eggs, bacon, pancakes, French toast, maybe, you know, like you would mix it all in. So, yeah, we would do it occasionally, like, but it was never, I don't think we were ever like a big, I'm not a big food guy. Like, uh, I mean, I like food, I eat bad food, but I'm not like a, like a foodie or whatever. Like, I don't know. Where I'm like, oh, this is the, you know. Ralphie likes to say that foodies or people are just secretly want to fucking eat. They just, yeah. like, they just want to eat. They want to be fat, yeah. but they don't want to admit that they're just, so they go yeah. out and call themselves foodies. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, know. I like good food, but I'm not a foodie. Like, I don't consider my palate to be any more advanced. Like, oh, that's good. Or that's not good. But I think, yeah. I would imagine, like, those people that do do better about being like, they probably, some of them can't probably eat better because they're searching out good food. Where, I mean, I like McDonald's as much as I like al- almost anything. I really like McDonald's. Stop the tape. Can, can you believe this? No. No. Okay. Uh, obviously, Nate has just nullified his whole opinion about food. If he just said, I like McDonald's about as much as anything. I don't think he was saying he was a food. He would eat a turd <laughs> between two pieces of bread. But he doesn't claim that's what to he's be a, a food guy. He said, I'm not, I'm, he goes, I like Yeah, but then, but then he has opinions. You can't have opinions about food. Did he really have an opinion? He said that the pantry's better than. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You can't have an opinion like no, that. No, no, he said he has memories of the. Uh, when, you're, when you're one of seven billion Okay, to be loving it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, lots of people love... I mean, you, okay, here's the interesting thing about McDonald's. You can't recreate that in your own kitchen. 
No. Right. It's toxic. No, because they but, don't create it in their kitchen. Right. It's it's toxic. But whatever's in that food, people get addicted to and really love. And it's, you know, they have a palate for it. Not my thing, Jack. Well, I don't like it either, but I... I, I haven't had McDonald's in years. You know what I like? I like Astro Burger. Oh, that's Astro good. Astro Burger, because you can get a turkey burger. They don't have bacon. those all over the country. Those are only no, in L.A. I know, but oh, God damn it. They're so good. As they far as fast be. food goes, you said you went to Chipotle, which is McDonald's. Yeah, I went to Chipotle. Yeah. But Chipotle, they, they ain't McDonald's no more. They, you know, they, I just got a chicken burrito. They parted ways? Yeah. But it was, it wasn't it a McDonald's franchise? It was, and then they, they spun it off. Oh. And now it's its own thing. And how did you, you feel? Know, you know, after- I gave uh, I gave uh, uh, our pal Billy Wayne Davis, and the reason I'm tying that all in is because Nate and Billy Wayne were in the same Playboy article. Two Nashville comedians uh, mentioned in Playboy. I'm right. very proud of them. Um, I gave him as a survival tool a Chipotle coin. Okay, that if you have that coin, you get a free burrito for life as long as you have that coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat's getting now, angry now, now and Kat's excited. like, what? What do you mean? How do you get this what coin? What is this mythical coin thing? All right, it's a coin, and you carry it with you, and you'll never go hungry, as long as Chipotle is How open. How does somebody get blessed with a coin? Um, they're from the GMs, I mean, from the owners of, of the franchises. How did you wow. get uh, yeah, explain uh, how you got your coin. I off. got mine after I did a show in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um, a guy who owns a bunch of Chipotles came up to me and says, "Do you do you like burritos?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me? I'm fat as fucking a house. I love a fucking burrito. It's one of the greatest Mexican e- exports besides Mexicans. It's goddamn burritos, all right? You know, because you gotta have somebody cook them, right? You know, you need Mexicans. You gotta have Mexicans." It's Mexicans' greatest Mexican export. Are Mexicans okay. cooking at Chipotle, though? I highly doubt it. Oh, no. Oh, no, Jack. No, not exclusively. It's, it's it's Mexican. They're not taking pride in that. It's not like what their oh, mom no, made. Oh, no, 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 no. They're, 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 yeah. they're not cooking their tia's recipe, you know, or their, or their nanas right. or their abuelas. All right? But they're, they're definitely, it, it it it's coming from brown people, so <sighs> I take it as brown. You know, it's good food. It was. I don't know. I haven't had it in a long time. They gave me the coin, right. and did they? When he gave it to you, did you have to get down on one knee and he tapped your shoulders? No, with it? no, there was no knees. Okay, there was no dubbing um, you. He actually gave me two of them. He gave me two coins. Where'd the other one go? I gave one to Billy, and I think I still got one in Nashville. Wow, good for one burrito for the life of this coin. Wow, I wonder where that coin is. That's a valuable coin. It's a valuable coin because you would never starve with that coin. Interesting. Well, you will never starve at the griddle. And you will never starve at the griddle, Jack. Okay, let's get back to it. Like, I'm a big Vanderbilt fan. I did not go there, but I grew up watching. We didn't have a pro team, so we watched uh, college sports. So Vanderbilt was my choice. And uh, in baseball this year, we beat Virginia in the col- to win the College World Series national champions. So our server has got a Virginia hat on. So that's why he brought, like, it's probably unbelievable. Really, for both of us, I bet we haven't run across anybody wearing either or. You know what I mean? Like, or if they are wearing, if someone's wearing a Virginia, they, they didn't go there. Right. Like, are they, did, are they, are they, you know, they don't care about sports. 
They just well, could be wearing a hat. in Texas where football is religion. Yeah. I mean, it is that yeah. intense. So out here in L.A., people don't have that. No, no, they're not crazy about, like, college sports. New York was the same way. They weren't all into college sports. So they don't know, like, they don't watch it the same that, you know, that it's watched in the South. Uh, but so, an NCAA champion, it's like it's a big deal. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, hilariously that guy... I mean, I guarantee, like, I can't imagine him having someone wearing a Vanderbilt. And the fact that I'm wearing the national championship hat is unbelievable. So it feels terrific. This is the first time as a Vanderbilt fan to be on the side to make someone else feel bad. So it's... uh, And to do it all from the West Coast. Oh, yeah. It feels so, yeah. It feels good. I'm on board with that server. I like him. I understand his his uh, uh, almost everything he just said, and I don't think if you're uh, a, if you're not into sports, God bless you. All right, if you're not from the south, God bless you. All right, but I gotta tell you, if you're from the south, you're into sports as much as you're into Jesus. Okay, and if it, it's either usually one or the other. Okay, that that dominates your life. Either you all Jesus. You all team Jesus, or it's your SEC team. Uh, don't the two often collide? I think they often come together. No, they bring it. You know, but every team thinks that Jesus is playing for them, okay, that Jesus <laughs> is returning punts and stuff. But, no, no, it's it's a, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit. It's a little bit Jesus. It's a little bit football. All right. You know, we have our rivalries. You know, uh, we, uh, we text all our friends. Um, growing up in Arkansas, you know, oh, and I gotta, I gotta go off on this a little bit. They're so, they're so nuts about, about fans is that I've actually caught hell from, uh, I've been on sports radio shows in Arkansas because I was on the SEC Network's, um, I mean, ESPN show about, about, uh, being a hog fan, okay, and, uh, they said I I wasn't famous enough to represent them. I wasn't good enough. You know, South Carolina got Darius Rucker. All right, and they're like, oh, Darius Rucker, oh, that's so much better. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not, bro. That's a black guy now doing country music. Okay? That's Hootie. All right? He's rich, but he's not better than me talking about sports. In 1979, he didn't go Halloween uh, trick-or-treating as Lou Holtz. Okay, the former... Coach of the Hogs, okay, with red and white checker pants, honey. I wore red and white checker pants and a stupid big ass butterfly collar shirt. I remember underneath a sweater, uh, Arkansas, and everybody when I went to their when I went to the door, everybody goes Lou Holtz, and I got extra candy because everybody was a Hog fan. All right, what was crazy. Is we went home. We we went and I got I had two trash bags, chock full of good ass candies. Okay, <laughs> and so did Russell because Russell Bryant had been with me. Okay, trick or treating. All right, and he, we both had it because they give the same amount to me because he, he was there. They had to give it to him. So what we did is we went back to my house. Switched costumes and went out and got another two bags. It Ooh. was awesome. 
It was awesome. You worked all the angles. We worked all the angles. When you get four big ass grocery size bags with chock full. Woo! High living. High living. I think that what was interesting is where you went before with how um, religion and sports and how... Well, okay, right, I got another example of that in the, from the South. And when I was, a, I think it was 80, 81, 82, somewhere around there, right around there, the Razorbacks were in the Cotton Bowl, okay? All right, and that was a big deal for us. South, uh, Southwest Conference Championship uh, winner always went to the Cotton Bowl. Played on New Year's Day, all right? Well, New Year's Day that year fell on Sunday, all right? Kickoff was at 12.05. Church House went to 12.30, all right? At about 11.30, 11.45, somewhere around there, you kept on hearing, uh, 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 give them, uh, uh, like the preacher started diverting, uh, uh. He looks like apparently a lot of folks in here catching a cold. Well, I know Jesus loves you, and you know Jesus loves you too. <laughs> so why don't we pass the plate? We sang one song. We was out the door, okay. And, and it, when he said, when he said, uh, uh, "Go with peace and go hogs." That's what the preacher man said. Go with peace and go with cause. All right? So you got to understand, it, religion and football, they they about the same thing. I mean, we adjusted Jesus' time for the kickoff. You know? I mean, that just, I mean, we pushed, we pushed church meeting back. That's something. You know? For Clarksville, Arkansas in the 80s, be pushing church meeting back. Woo! It was a good ball team. Good ball. As far as uh, religion goes in the South, it spawned another interesting conversation with Nate. And I want you to hear this because I'm interested to see what you think. Okay. I would love to move back to Nashville. Would you? Yeah, I would do it. You, well, you realize that, like, be out here, too, is, like, I realized it's even easier to, uh, I could spend the same amount of money I pay for rent. I could, like, if I wanted to, I could buy a house in Nashville and rent a one-bedroom here and pay exactly what I pay now. Yeah. For for uh, two bedroom because we have a like so I could you know you just come and out Southwest of here flies every day yes yeah you could like and it's a personal income tax free state so actually you'll make money on it you're yeah. you're gonna save money yeah, by yeah. living there oh. that's what we did this is, yeah no it's a smart it's a smart thing to do yeah. and when you go on the road and you realize everybody's on the road so much now anyway no one knows if you're here or not just for what you're probably paying in daycare yeah oh I could send her to my private school. That's what's then the crazy thing. The school thing. you grew up in. The, the school I didn't grow up. I went to public, but I went to private for high school. Right. Which school did you go to? DCA. Okay, you said DCA. Yeah. Is that a Christian school? Sec- Donaldson, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about a, a a secular education? Because there's only like four non-secular. That's one problem with yeah. Nashville is it is the Bible Belt still. Yeah. Well, I would send her to that. You would. Yeah. We're, yeah I'm still Christian. Like, I'm still, you know. So yeah. we would send her to that. And you like, have to be. Like, in, yeah. the, in the South, it's like there's four... There's yeah. a bazillion private schools, four non-secular private yeah. schools. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah How does that enter into teaching science? Uh, How we just that don't go? do it, you know. They just we don't. just say no. And then, like, here's this rib. It was Eve's, and then yeah. they move on. Yeah. Evolution. They go, right? and uh, diseases only happen to bad people. And then we, uh, then we, then we leave the science class. We all get an A. Right. And then no, we uh, they taught science. They we did all those. St- they don't teach uh, evolution, but like it's like we teach. Uh, you know, 
it's like I understand like it's like people could get bad like with the teachings and stuff, but it's like I don't know. I've always liked the idea that like you know what that's what it is in Nashville. Like everybody's yeah. Southern, so it's like I mean Christian. It's like such a big thing. It's not. I didn't realize like. I'm not gonna be. I was very naive, but like when I moved, to, I moved to Chicago first, then New York. You're like, there's a Jew. What well, is that? Uh, I don't. I don't think I met when a was Jewish person. the first person. time you met a Jew? Uh, the guy in Chicago. When? Chica- that Chicago, I know of. I mean, maybe I've met someone. What was that like the first time? Huh? Well, the house caught on fire, and no, I'm joking. <laughs> because, were you uh, asking? Were you like seriously wondering where the horns no, were? No, because the first time I met yeah. my deep South roommate yeah. in college, she asked me where my horns were. Like she didn't understand. Oh really no, thought, we didn't. Have, I, yeah. I, I, to- I hide them. Yeah. But I, yeah. 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 I don't wear them every. Like, so I don't wait, wear what them was that out. Like? The first time you run me through, walk me through the first time you met a Jew. I got to I got to hear that. Uh, but it's not exciting because it was Where's nothing. Where's our bacon, by the way? There was. We did order a yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyways. I know we're sitting in front of this food. We're not touching yeah. it. But yeah, real quick, and then we'll eat. First uh, time you met a Jew. And, and we got to ask about the bacon because that's, I, yeah, that's I, appropriate uh, right now with this conversation. I, uh, I, it was, I honestly don't, it was nothing. I don't think I even knew. <laughs> I'm a Jew, 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 I'm a Jew. Where's that bacon? <laughs> bacon! I need bacon! <laughs> okay, that's fucking hilarious. I know. Oh my god. Oh, when's the first time you met a Jew and and he's just like Now you gotta tell me about that Jew. What was that like? <laughs> was they a walking or was they a talking? What was that like? Was I bet they were counting money, weren't they? <laughs> I bet them a Jews was accounting money. Well, I felt like I, so funny. I felt like we finally caught our snap in this interview. Like this is hysterical. We're gonna talk about like the schools he was really clever with the you know, we we didn't we didn't study religion or i mean um oh that was hilarious we all got a's yeah and uh and uh said none of this happened and and uh sick only happens to bad people right we would that's fucking funny right he should go off he should do a big long bit about that okay and and like just drag it out so much that it people just that he points out the absurdity of Christian and school being except, in the same sentence. Except there was part of him that was like very accepting of the fact that he went to this secular. Well, see, he got or lucky. non-secular, non, no secular. Yeah, he he got lucky in his experience with religion in the South. Okay, that somebody at religious school didn't touch him and is naughty. Uh oh, and and, <laughs> and all this shit. Okay, all right. I got lucky the same way in, in the Methodist Church. I wasn't there for the Jesus. I was there because I was there was a bunch of chicks and it was free food and my granny wanted me to go and so I went for my granny. All right, and went for my mom. All right, that's why I went. None of that shit sunk in, okay? Except for hey, be good to people, be cool. Maybe that's what he's hoping for. All right, you know, and you don't take it too serious. But there are some in his class, I bet that. Walk hand in hand with the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Jesus is busy, apparently. All right. Well, all right, back to it. I honestly, uh, with Jewish people, I could not, I don't know if someone's Jewish or not. Well, you like, can't tell by looking, right? I can't. Well, I feel like some in New York, they can, I feel like people are like, they spot the- like your ethnicity like that. Like, they're just like, what are you? What is that? Like, it's all, that's what it's all about. Where going in the South, it was like, there was no, and maybe because we didn't have it, but there was no, like. Did it freak you out? The Jews come in all different shapes, sizes, and different, like, 
that you couldn't identify a Jew? No, was that weird? Well, they, 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 they could sneak up on you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like, <laughs> uh, Say that more Southern, though. No, really? They can sneak up. What do you go, sneak up on me? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they No, it's... Uh, there was no, I don't know. I, it was not anything. It didn't matter to me. Like I didn't, like I didn't even. It was like growing up the way I grew up. Just was there was no reason to like you know, you wouldn't be different. I was like I don't know. Like I don't know what you do. Like it's. But like, it didn't, just did be, it blow your mind at all that there? Because I mean, when you grew up in the South and you're in like a Christian school yeah. and you're not raised with certain like theories and science, like yeah. it really they take it to that whole new level. And then you meet people who don't. Does that completely blow your mind? Because you've been in, I mean, blind faith is that. Yeah. You have to really shelter yeah. it to accept it, right? I, uh, it didn't blow my mind. I don't, I think I'm very like easy, like, and I just don't think of it. Like, I don't, you just it was there. I moved, there. like, when I moved to New York, I moved with my, my buddy who was Jewish. We moved together and lived together and like, yeah, you just there was never even, no, I never cared about people's backgrounds. Like, it was just, I didn't even, it's not, I just don't care. Like, I don't even, there's no... I don't know about it. I don't care. That's so like, I don't. <laughs> well, it's it, but it's like almost like yeah, like in the, but in uh, New York, I used to do a joke about it, where I would say New York is a big melting pot. Uh, until you move there, you realize it's actually a bunch of pots that want to live next to their own kinds of pots and not talk to other pots. <laughs> so New York is the most segregated place I've ever lived. Right. Because you have ta- you have they have like a little Italy and Chinatown and like this yeah. is where all no, the Jewish people. is too which yeah. blows my mind like I grew up in Toronto so they, yeah. they have their neighborhoods but it's really people just kind of in America you move here and you keep your culture you keep it's actually very inclusive within yeah well yeah. here but like in, in the south maybe because there was a, but it would be like just white neighborhood black neighborhood like that right. was it like I don't know there could be you could have Jewish people living there Why, I, I wouldn't know like they would just like they would just be in your neighborhood right. and whatever. And you're like, all right. I do remember moving to Chicago and it being crazy that uh, when people weren't Christian, people not believing, like that was crazy to me that people were so anti-Christian. Oh. I never saw, like I'd never seen that before. Like going there, they would almost, some people could be angry that you would be a Christian. And you're like. Like the other way. Like you're the all other of a way. sudden on the. I was always a guy that like, I don't, you believe, I don't care. I don't. I'm fine with whatever anybody wants to believe in. I really don't care. Like, I grew up like this. This is the way I believe. I'm not like a. I don't know the facts. I'm not saying I'm not a great. I'm not a great Christian. I, I make a lot of mistakes. So, but it's like this is how I grew up, and uh, you know. So the yeah, coming to, I always thought Chicago and New York was always like very different because it was like, when they're like so like. They would, it's funny, they would do to me what they think I do to them, but I don't. Right, judge you. They would judge me completely. Yeah. And I think that's a huge... I'm not d- judging you. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. But, but I do find it bizarre to, to, that I... I mean, we're looking at private schools in Nashville. Yeah. I find that so bizarre that it's so hard to find. I mean, the four schools that they have, yeah. they're awesome. Actually, you might want to look at USN because yeah. it's yeah. affiliated with Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah. Go that's Vanderbilt. A, yeah, nice. So that school is awesome, but yeah. it's non-secular. Yeah. I find it... I found that mind blowing, but there's a lot of things like that. But there maybe not the, d- the demand for it, you know. It, what do you mean? In that, like oh, like to, people yeah. want their kids to go yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that in itself is interesting too. Yeah. You know, he's absolutely right. He is absolutely right. There's only two types of people in this world: cool and fucking dicks, and they come in atheist and Christian. And and Muslim and and Hindu, there's just cool people and there's fucking dicks, and he's a cool dude who keeps on meeting dicks, all right? 
we're not religious, but we're not going to judge you for being religious. I don't drive by the Hasidim and go, those are the most retarded people of all time, because they're not. They're into what they're into. Right? Um, you okay. know, and, and, and ultra-Christian people, I have a lot of cool stuff about them. And they're, they're not all a bad group. But there are certainly some, and they are the very vocal. The walking up at a restaurant and go, "Have you been, have you been washed in the blood of Christ?" Well, right now I'm eating a two-piece dark. That you just ruined my fucking lunch. So no, I'm not. You know, uh, there's good and there's fucking bad. All right, but if you get down to the basic teachings of what Christianity is, it's be cool to everybody, man. Love. Jesus was a hippie. You know, at the risk of sounding like an asshole, I kind of feel like nowadays with all the stuff we know about our existence and science that I think there's a safety in having a community within a church or a synagogue or wherever you go. Of course. But if you just accept it like a blind faith type thing, then I do kind of judge. I'm kind of like, really? You just... You just accept all that, and and you don't question, and you just oh yeah, like, well that you part, really believe yeah. that somebody was made out of a rib of an of an like it. No, it, and and that's a Jewish story. That's not just a Bible story. No, I'm not saying I'm not I'm I'm not. You mean all I'm not religion? Being specific to you mean any one the religion. big three? Yes, no, yeah, not a, three. not even three. Just uh, in general, like in nowadays with everything that we that, know. That, how about how about that another being really cares about each yeah, individual it's of a crazy. 7 billion when you're so planet. tiny? You know, um you, the the Bible is What I think is good is just the philosophy of community. I think that's really, just having nice. a place to go and have friends and community is great, but and being listen, nice to people. You've got to you've got to accept something and then be in that group and and condemn other things if that's the case with your group then i think that's really ridiculous if you you know what the bible was set up and the fear of god was set up to try and regulate people's behavior and keep everybody yeah. safe well now we have police officers and other things we we live in a different society than when that book was written yeah so i kind of do maybe that makes me a judgmental asshole but i'm like really you i don't think you're a judgmental asshole i just I think, think you're very practical how but do i think you, you've also had I think you're a touch jaded from a ton of negative experiences with Christians because they're well, not just fucking... Christians, Jews too. I mean, you go to Israel as a Jewish person, but 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 you have to admit you have been treated uh, pretty fucking shitty by a lot of Christians. Well, a lot of anti- they only tried to wipe us out by the billions of you. Know, well, like, not, not you in particular, but yes, I over mean, generations. And and, and, and and there has been. I'm talking just in your life. In your life, not. I'm not talking about. The massive weight of the Holocaust and the massive weight of slavery in, in in Egypt. I'm talking about just in your life. It's a huge burden. I mean, people segregate against Jews constantly. You know, I mean, it's like it's in Nashville. How many churches can you see? How many how many times do you hear "God bless you"? Or in high school, you were forced to bow your head and pray to Jesus. Oh. Okay, and and it's just like at a school. All right, you know, if you're not Christian, it's a fucked up world a little bit because a lot of dickhead Christians push that shit on people. Me, I mean, it don't bother me, you know. Me and Coco, we started the church. What's happening now in '98? We didn't give a fat baby's dick, and still don't. But what I'm saying is, is that it, I think the burden is like I think you don't mind. You like nice people. You like nice people who are nice to you. 
You really don't give a fuck what kind of religion they are. If they believe in Jesus or don't believe in Jesus, just be nice. And that's well, all you really care about. I mean, I, I, I think that, but I also think like somebody who just accepts something without questioning, and that takes a tremendous, like, like, not wanting to occupy a certain amount of brain space. I understand that. I wish I had that ability to just shut that part of my brain off, but... I just I don't skeptical. get it. Yeah, I don't get how people can do that, and I wish I did because it would make life a lot easier. But it's not just Christians. It doesn't it's, make it's it everyone. Easier. Those religious Jews are the most judgmental, awful people against other Jews who oh, yeah. aren't religious. So it's it it goes. It's like, but it's I like, also can't understand why they those women that they they shave their heads and they they wear wool jackets. The men in the dead of heat. It's like they don't make any sense, but they and do just it. Just the opposite. In in in, uh, in some branches of Christianity, you got women. Women uh, still wear dresses and don't show their ankles. Pentecost women, and they don't cut their hair until after they get married. It just gets to a point where I'm like, why are you, why? Why, I don't get it. And I, I, so I don't, I don't have a lot of just natural, like, acceptance, I guess, in my mind, because I'm just like, I don't get it. I can't wrap my mind. I've tried many times, Uh you know, so uh, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how you could go to a school and not learn science. Like how when when everything around us is so budding and cool and like you're just going to turn that whole thing off about like yeah it, it just that, the secular schools that that should never happen unless you're only there to it has study to, though it, unless you're studying um, for to be a, a pastor like in a seminary school but, this, That's the but only they type have of, to turn off the science they can't of teach they it do. because they'll they'll lose their audience because yes it's d- in direct conflict with. With uh, what they believe, so it just blows my mind. That's all. I, I and I probably well, you know, lost some people, people listening to this right now who are mad at me. But I, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Well, you know, all I gotta say is, is that you know, it's, it's such a, it's such an unbelievable thing to try to believe that some people, once they accomplish that hump, once they get over that massive. Once they climb that massive mountain and they get up there, they don't want to climb anymore. You know, a They're couple really hundred years ago, exactly Ralph, what they have. A couple hundred years ago, cool, man. You know when the earth was fl- right. the earth was flat not that long ago. Look, when when you don't know anything about what the moon is, it's a scary fucking thing up in the sky. Like you need to have an explanation for that otherwise you yeah. yeah, you know, and so now we have but we still don't know anything. But what we do know kind of counteracts everything that was in those ancient books yeah. and so i get it kind of just it just fucks with my head a little bit and i'm like why why do you do that so yeah maybe i do yeah. fall into being judgmental on the other side of it sorry nate and on that little note let's get back to nate <laughs> evil like, was your family receptive to you delving into comedy? I mean, your cousin's oh, selling yeah. cars, which is a great career. Yeah. This is sort of, like, out there, right? It is. Uh, my family, they were, uh, they were, my, my dad's a magician. So, like, he's an entertainer. So, he's always done that. And so, we grew up with that. Did he, was he on the road a lot? Yes. He did, like, not, you know, like, he would do, like, all kinds of stuff, like, uh, he did a lot of private stuff, and he would do clubs like back in the, you know, 80s and stuff. He's done it my whole life, so we grew up. It was very normal, normal thing to do, and uh, so it was. Uh, I don't know. It was like great that I had that. 
like I had that like uh, you know for the support from them but they never it was never weird right like them you know because yeah, when you're a magician like actually comedy seems more sane yeah, <laughs> on yeah. some level yeah. you're like oh okay they, they were when I was like I want to go do it they were I mean excited did like, you grow up going on the road with your dad no we never I never went out with him uh, well, I would do I did, I did a couple gigs with him like he would do like some local gigs and stuff like that and was it hard for you as a child seeing your dad come and go to come come and go he was oh, always uh, no I don't think I ever thought of it I never was like there was never I mean I do remember like there would be times like he wouldn't be at one of my games like a baseball game and I would be mad about that and just being like why you know you don't come to my game and if he went to my brother's game because that's the game he could go to I'd be like well you didn't go to mine you know you just as a kid I think you think like you never come to my games where it's like he could miss one but it's so uh, dramatic it's like you just don't even love me like or something but it was there was never he you know he had a job too like he, he was a teacher so he also worked so he was never having to be like you know full like i bet i've been out of town more now with my daughter than my dad was with me how does that affect you like with having a kid now knowing that you're kind of like your dad traveling around a lot it's uh i don't know it's like i don't want to do it but i like it's almost like i'm trying to you almost feel like you're racing to do it before she gets too old man as being on the father end of this of, of what he's situation he's talking about but being on the road and missing stuff because you got a gig it makes you fucking sick man it makes me sick when i miss kid stuff i love it i love it if i can physically do it i'd love to do it it's it's so much fun and then wow his dad wasn't there all the time, and he became a comedian. Oh, I got to get more in time. <laughs> you know, I got to be there more. I don't want my kids being comedians. Well, it sounds like he really looked up to his dad. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't sound like his dad was away all the time because he was also a teacher for a percentage of yeah, time. Yeah, so right? There, there was so a, like, a little, conv- maybe over the summers or different times, yeah. or maybe take weekend gigs or I don't know, or maybe there were chunks from, but it doesn't sound like it was like you. I think it's really cool that Nate that is following in his father's footsteps. I think it's it's he's his dad's funny, man. How old are you, Michael? I know it's a hard question. You're eight. Wow, I was nine when I was your age. I was way ahead of you. Over here, Michael. We're gonna do a little trick. But I'm gonna be nice because I'm gonna tell you something most magicians won't tell. You're gonna lose. We're going to play a game, and you're not going to win. Most of them won't tell you that. They make you think you're, go- you're not going to win. I'm letting you know right now, you're going to lose. Now, if we do this little game and you lose, can you do this without crying? Yeah, okay, because if you cry, it ruins everything. Everybody, they start hating me. And don't, don't cry. You're not going to cry, are you? Okay, you are going to lose, though. And that's not- and, um, Here's the, here's the hard part. Let me, I'm, let me tell you the hard part, Michael. Most of these people are not going to remember your name. But when they see you walking down the street, they're going to go, oh, that's that loser. They're funny show Well, we people. didn't even mention the cousin. Nate, Nate was talking about his cousin being a car, um, working at a car dealership in yeah. Nashville, and we bought a car from him. We bought a car from him. We bought the Denali from him. Yeah, so that's a full circle in this whole interview. Full circle. Go see Nate. Uh, he's phenomenal. Great comic. Uh, great human. And uh, daddy, come on. I do love you, brother. On that note, 
Y'all have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.